Welcome to the Ringer NBA Show. My name is Kevin O'Connor, and I'm a basketball writer at TheRinger.com. I'm here today with Joel Embiid, the potential all-star starting center for the Philadelphia 76ers. JoJo, thank you for joining me, and welcome to the show. Yes, sir. How you doing? So, Joel, you're averaging over 19 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 blocks per game so far this season. You could be the Rookie of the Year favorite, probably are. And with your Twitter campaign, you might be an all-star if this continues. Uh, uh-huh. with, the num- with the numbers you're putting up early this season in your career, after everything that's happened in the last two years, ha- have you at all been surprised by anything that's happened so far? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, surprised myself, you know. Um, before the season, I thought, you know, I, I hadn't played in two years, and um, before the season, I thought I was just going to come in, and um, basically, um, first of all, I thought I was going to come off the bench, and they were going to get me along slowly, um, but, you know, especially my offensive game has gotten so much better, and uh, I thought I was just going to come in and show some flashes, and, you know, show a little bit of my potential, and then, uh, the following year really take off, so it's been uh, it's been great that uh, um, I just I had a chance to just come in and really show what I could do. You know, the funny thing is, you mentioned you thought you might show some flashes. I think Brett Brown really understands your potential. He calls you before Shaq with soccer feet, compared you to Duncan, and and you're third in the NBA in usage percentage. So you're being utilized like a superstar. Um, what has Brett Brown enabling you to be great, to be yourself, meant for you so far this year? I think the whole coaching staff has been doing a great job, and uh, they've put in me. Uh, in a great position to succeed uh, and uh, you know with all the play calls and all the offense set up and it's been uh, it's been a pleasure to really have the support and I really appreciate it. In today's NBA there are a lot of great young bigs yourself Miles Turner, Chris Tapps Porzingis, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, the list goes on. Uh, are you happy that you're playing in the NBA at a time where there are a lot of great young big men? Because someday maybe people will look back at this time and, and kind of like we do with the 90s bigs. Oh uh, yeah, he's, I mean he's, uh, he's good. You know what I like is you know every night you got someone who's coming at you and I like the challenge. I like playing against those type of guys because, you know, uh, especially, for example, my first meeting against Carl Towns, you know, I had a bad game. and uh, But I like that. I went back and watched that tape and put that game on my calendar. And uh, next thing you know, uh, the other day we beat them uh, and I and I had a pretty good game against him. So it's, a, it's still a learning experience, you know. Uh, I've been playing basketball. I started playing basketball in 2011, so it's been about five, six years. Uh, so, and I missed two of those years, so I got a, I got, I've got a long way to go, and uh, I'm willing to learn, and uh, I want to get better. You mentioned how much you have to learn, so let's talk about what you want to become. When you know you want to be great, um, you've said that before, and I think the work ethic you have has shown that. Um, you've spoken to Tim Duncan before. Are there any other legends or great players or great you know entertainers, whoever it may be, that you've leaned on to get advice from? Um, Tim Duncan has been the main one. You know, there's some life here and there. You know, when I get the chance, I talk to them, man. Coach Bond is always the one connecting me. You know, I talked to David Robinson, too, when we went up to San Antonio last year. So it's great. And every time I have a question, I always text Tim, and he always gives me advice. Uh, last year, they brought in uh, Big Z, Zidronas Aglaskas, and who helped me a lot. Uh, with my rehab and uh, 
uh, it kind of it kind of gave the team a different approach uh, with Maria because the first year it was really they wanted me to be all over the place, travel with them, and last year he came he came in and basically told them that. I just needed to stay off my feet and kind of stay away from basketball for a little bit, and obviously it worked. From the lessons you've learned, is there like a common ingredient for what it takes to be great? Is there something that you've learned that, that this is what you need to do, uh, a special trait that people have to achieve greatness? Um, I mean, it's all about hard work. Uh, you know, the past two years, one thing I learned, the main thing I learned is how to stay patient. My first year, I wasn't patient at all. I wanted to come back, and I kind of came back too soon. And then my second year, I learned how to be patient. I stayed away from basketball. I just focused on my rehab. I went away in Qatar for a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it's just about hard work. And I was willing to, like, put in the work to, you know, my shot has gotten better, my post moves. Defensively, I kind of picked up on some stuff while being away from basketball. Is that kind of what trust the process means to you? I mean, being patient, knowing that right who you are right now isn't who you're going to be in year eight of your career, year nine of your career, year 20? Yeah, you know, um, I always uh, people always ask me what trust the process means to me. Uh, to me, it means that, you know, with what I've gone through the past two years, losing my brother, being able uh, not to play basketball and you know, it's been kind of, I've been taking it step by step, just working on my game and then come back and being able to play the way I've been playing and I'm only going to get better. So it's about just staying patient and trust the process. Do you ever talk to Sam Hinkie still? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> a, that's another thing, you know, but uh, as a team, we, I feel like we're in a good situation. He left us in a good situation. Uh, we drive picks and uh, all the young guys we got, so we'll be fine. And then Brian is a great GM too, and uh, I'm sure he's doing his job and he's gonna figure it all out. And uh, eventually, we're gonna be good. And the way Hinky kind of built the team was analytics based. Uh, did he? Did you ever talk stats with him, or you went to stats at all? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, I understand the, that part, but you know, I just the main thing I can control is. How hard I work and what I work on, so I just I just focus on basketball and obviously you know the coaches always tell us the stats all the time, but it doesn't matter if you don't put in the work. You mentioned the other day that you want to be a point guard by the end of your career, and I know you're dead ass serious about that, but I'm, yeah. I have to ask anyway: are you are you serious about wanting to be a, a point guard by the end of your career? Yeah, dead ass. I'm really <laughs> serious. Uh, you know, I think. Um, I feel like I can, I'm willing to learn and I feel like I can do anything on a basketball court and if I have someone to teach me how to be a point guard, I think I can. Uh, obviously guarding other point guards would be kind of tough, um, but you know, if I get the chance to do that, I, that's what I want to <laughs> do. Uh, with Nerlens Noel, you guys ran a high pick and roll uh, um, with Robert Covington. And, and I think he popped in the play, you drove. Is that new? I mean, that's happened twice in the last week you're, where you've been the ball handler and Covington set the screen in a pick and roll. Is that something Brett Brown installed or was that just playing within the flow of the game? It's just, it's just the flow of the game. You know, we do it all the time in practice and I work on that too. 
on that type of ISO situation. So it's just the flow of the game. And then my teammates understand my game and understand the game still. And we just, it's just the flow of the game. Uh, the way they're guarding or the way we play, he just, just goes on and like well, I've said that pick and roll and I used it and I think I missed the shot but uh, he's great uh, he's great and I'm thankful for my teammates to have that trust in me so just change of topics here you're a social media star maybe one of those popular NBA players on all of social media you put yourself out there in kind of a way that not a lot of players do um, yesterday you had the hashtag NBA vote Joel Embiid with the tweet from Donald Trump if Trump read that what do you think he was thinking I mean, uh, you know, uh, he's the new president of the United States. Uh, so if, if I mean, uh, it feels great to have his support. Uh, but that, I, was, I was surprised. <laughs> I didn't know where that was coming from. So when I saw his tweet, I was like surprised. That's why I, that's why I said, wow. And then I just retweeted it. And it was great to have his support. I mean, he's shitting on Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he does support Joel Embiid. That's, um, a lot of people weren't following you on social media back in your Kansas days, but I remember you going on your webcam playing video games. I don't know if this yeah. was Twitch.com or what site it was, but what is it that you enjoy about having such a strong social media presence? Uh, you know, um, I, like, I like to be a regular guy. Uh, I like to act like one, and I'm a regular guy. I like to think that I'm one, even though I'm an NBA player. Uh, so uh, to be able to do like stuff like like that, mm -hmm. and kind of like connect with all the fans, and just enjoy my time, or just walk around the city mm -hmm. and just enjoy, so just take pictures with fans or sign autographs is great. And I like to do that. I just I just want to be a regular guy. I just want to be regular and just have fun and just be funny. Just be happy. Does that help you stay grounded? I mean, oh yeah, definitely. I just like, uh, you know, when you get to this stage as an NBA player, I see around my um, some other guys. You know, they kind of change, and uh, I wouldn't change for nothing. You know, I, I want to be that guy. Do you have any guilty pleasure TV shows that you watch? Uh, yeah. Probably one one is Vampire Diaries. That's okay. my favorite show ever. I I, I love that show. <laughs> The reason why I asked is because a couple of years ago you sent out a tweet saying, spoiler alert, in a shocking turn of events, Andy oh. Dorfman has chosen Joel Embiid over Josh and Nick. The Hashtag bachelor. The bachelor. Do you watch The Bachelor? Um, it's okay if you do. We get, we get people at The Ringer that watch I The Bachelor. We have, a, we have a Bachelor Party podcast hosted by Juliet Littman if you want to listen to it. Um, no, no. <laughs> Well, if, would you go on The Bachelor if someday in the future if oh, they yeah. ask you to? If it, if it means that a lot of girls, I have to choose between a lot of girls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you be there for love or would you be there for them all to slide into your DMs? I mean, just no, nah, just to slide into DMs. <laughs> so not love? Not looking for love right uh, now? No, nah, I'm okay. too young. You know, I'm only 22 years old. I'm just trying to have fun. That's good that you're honest about that. Last question here. Who is your secret crush? Um, we gonna we gonna see if I become an all star. We gonna figure it out after. But uh, I'm excited. You know the fans have been supportive and uh, they show me so much love. And uh, hopefully they keep doing that. And I'm gonna put in. The, I'm gonna keep putting the work on the court. So uh, if I get the chance to be able to be an all star this year, it would be great. And we gonna find out. 
and we're going to find out pretty soon who's my crush. <laughs> but about a month away. Uh, let's get him in the game and we'll find out his crush. Uh, yep. I, know he, we, I know he wants us to find out, too. <laughs> right. yep. Thank you for joining me on the show today, Joel Embiid. You can follow uh, him on Twitter, at Joel Embiid, and you can follow me, at Kevin O'Connor NBA. Uh, thank you. That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and thank you again to Joel Embiid for joining us on The Ringer NBA Show. You can read our NBA content at theringer.com. If you like the podcast, give us a rating on iTunes, share it, and don't forget, trust the process. Hey.